Welcome to the second episode of the Heritage Guide to Prague, brought to you by the Prague Vitruvius, an illustrated guide to the city's architecture. You can find us at pragatecture.eu, or just search for the Prague Vitruvius and follow the links. Last time we visited the first and second courtyards of Prague Castle, and today we step through the narrow passageway leading to the third courtyard, dominated by two important buildings, the old royal palace with its magnificent medieval hall, and the first of our stopping points, the awe-inspiring Gothic Cathedral of St Vitus. Founded on the 21st of November 1344, St Vitus's Cathedral in Prague Castle is the work of generations of master builders. The East End was built by the French architect Matthew of Arras, who was summoned from the papal court at Avignon to undertake what would become one of the great Gothic churches of Europe, modelled on the cathedral at Narbonne. When Matthew died in 1352, the reins were taken up by the then 23-year-old Peter Paler, Petr Palersch in Czech, who began work on the transept and the tower in 1367 as well as the adjacent Golden Gate, commissioned by Charles IV in 1370 as a ceremonial entrance to the tomb of the Czech patron saint, St. Wenceslas. Parler was also responsible for the magnificent first-floor Triforium, which features busts of the imperial family, including Charles IV and his parents, John of Luxembourg and Elizabeth of Bohemia, a number of archbishops, and the two original architects themselves. Parler's work was completed by his two sons, Václav and Jan, and a third master builder known simply as Petrilk. The Hussite Wars put an end to construction, and it was to be another 500 years before plans were made for the building's completion. The cathedral is a melancholy object on the outside, left with unfinished sides, like scars, remarked the English novelist George Eliot, visiting Prague in 1858. In fact, major work was about to begin. Josef Kraner spent most of the 1860s extending the nave, and Josef Mocker commenced his splendid neo-Gothic West End in 1873. It was finished only after his death in 1899 by Camille Hilbert. Work continued on the decoration of the West End well into the second decade of the 20th century. The exterior sculpture by Wojciech Sukarda, the rose window by František Kisela, and Alphonse Mucha's magnificent stained-glass window on the life of St Wenceslas of 1931 all date from the same period. Leaving the cathedral by the west door, we enter again the third courtyard, a great open space designed to show off the grandeur of Parler's design. From here, the sheer scale of the architect's achievement can truly be taken in. The enormous south bell tower soars above us. Its monumental scale is quite extraordinary, and it's no surprise to learn that although the foundations were laid in 1367, the tower was only completed in the late 1500s, with the addition of the sumptuous gold grill and above it the monogram of Rudolf II, Holy Roman Emperor. 
Connecting the tower to the south range of the cathedral is an enormous ceremonial façade commissioned by Charles IV in 1370, the so-called Golden Gate or Zlata Brana. It is covered in a priceless mosaic depicting the Last Judgment. Italian in style and possibly in execution, it shows Christ in majesty sitting in judgment over the blessed to his right and the damned to his left. Beneath the throne kneel six Bohemian saints, Procopius, Sigismund, Vitus, Wenceslas, Ludmilla and Wojciech, and below them the earthly patrons Charles IV and his fourth wife Elizabeth of Pomerania. Why was so much money lavished on this external wall of the cathedral? Well, the Golden Gate was a crucial part of Charles IV's legacy. After all, beyond this glittering portal lie the earthly remains of Bohemia's patron saint, Duke Wenceslas I, or Good King Wenceslas, as he's known in the Christmas Carol. And the gateway was seen as the emperor's tribute to the family from which, on his mother's side, he was directly descended. Next time, we'll continue our look at the buildings of Prague Castle. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit our website at pragatecture.eu.